Welcome to The Do Zone, where real entrepreneurs share real stories about getting things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. You can find me on social media at JT Literally. This podcast is brought to you by Factor One. If you're a hardworking entrepreneur who's looking to level up this year, there are three key shifts that you need to make right now in order for it to be possible. Go to IamFactorOne.com now, and I'll show you exactly what those three key shifts are and how you can get them set up for your business in less than six minutes. Once again, that's IamFactorOne.com. Today's guest is Christy Harold. Christy is the founder and CEO of Jam, a multi-million dollar global business that has connected millions of people through play since its inception as one of the largest adult recreational sports leagues in the world. Christy is the best-selling author of It Pays to Play, How pay, play Improves Business Culture, a rich resource to help organizations playfully connect with their teams and improve productivity, retention, and workplace culture. Her vision is to get 1 million people playing annually. Christy, welcome to The Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Well, Josh, great to be here. Thanks for having me. One of our core values at our company is actually get shit done. That is one of the core values. It's written on the wall. Um, it's actually also the name of my holding company, GSD Investments. I am a big believer in getting shit done, getting stuff done. In fact, someone actually just sent me this sticker in, in the mail yesterday, a cup of get shit done. Like shit I sort of, done. Sort of <laughs> that known sounds like it, it. That probably tastes gross. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know if I want a cup of that. Yeah, exactly. But it, it does feel pretty good to get stuff done, right? And to, to plow through things productively. Um, so I'm a big believer in prioritizing and really staying true to sort of laying out what are your top three priorities for a week and staying, those are sort of your big projects, stay focused on that and chunk out, block out time to deal with email, have things turned off when you really need to focus, like have your all your alerts turned off. That really helps. And then in terms of integrating some playfulness into getting stuff done. When you're hosting meetings, you got to be, you got to have tight agendas and make sure you have a ball at your meeting, whoever, at the, like a dodgeball that you can sit on the boardroom table and whoever's turn it is to talk, throw the ball back and forth to keep people engaged and staying sort of focused. And they, they're really aware of how long they're talking if they're holding that ball and they're, they're able to pass it on to the next person very efficiently. So that's just a fun, playful way of keeping things happening. Oh, that's a great idea. I'd love to figure out how to do that virtually. You know, I run a, I run a discussion panel for entrepreneurs and sometimes those guys can talk, you know, and it's like, Hey, I only asked you one question. You don't need to go on for eight minutes. It's only an hour. Timer timers, like yep. the gong that you probably too young to remember. Yeah, the no, gong. I remember. Yeah. I should get a big gong. And a, yes. Yeah. There you go. Gong them right off. I love it. And so, and so Christy, why, uh, why is play, so important in the workplace, so much so that that you made it a passion and a business of yours. Well, it, it started off as the adult rec sports leagues. The pandemic shut us down. We've been running adult rec sports leagues for 25 years. And when the pandemic hit in Canada, our mandates, we lost 18 months of revenue. So we looked at one of our, our, our core purpose is connecting people through play. So in order to stay true to that, we had to survive. And so we started offering corporate team building events. So playful virtual events, everything was virtual, you know, initially. And that has since turned into corporate um, in-person events and hybrid events. And now we're doing consulting around how to make the workplace more playful based off of my book. Because what we found is in, in sort of a building out this corporate business, 
when you have fun, studies are proving this, um, you, people who, have, who report having a close friend at work are far more likely to be engaged with the work they're doing. It, right, the st studies from 2022 are saying that only 36% of your employees are actually engaged with the work that they're doing, which means 64% are not. That's a scary stat. And so imagine how not productive they are when they're not engaged. They're like surfing social media. They're, they're not focusing on getting shit done. And if they have friends in the workplace, they're going to be far more likely to be having fun and be engaged with the work. They're far more likely to be willing to say, hey, you look stressed, can I help you with something which improves productivity for everybody? They're happier in the workplace, so then customers are happier. And it, so the profitability improves, retention increases. There's so many reasons that having a little fun with the work you do, it can be as simple as having a ball at your meetings. That's a playful little element. It's how you start every meeting. We have press play to start, at every meeting we have a jam, we take about three minutes to have a playful connection, which some people might be like, well, that's a waste of time. I would argue far, far differently that it actually gets people really engaged with each other as friends right at the start of the meeting. And then you can kind of put that, put it aside. It gets a really great start to the meeting flow going. And then you're right in it, getting, getting down to business after you've had that playful, fun connection point. So lots of good, lots of good reasons to have fun in the workplace. Yeah, you know, I've I've done extensive research into the topic of productivity, specifically in the workplace and for entrepreneurs. And uh, there was a survey done uh, on office workers, basically office staff. And when they really dug into the data on an eight-hour shift, the typical worker was only working about two hours a day. Isn't that crazy? Two hours a day. And you hit some of the things. So what are they doing with the rest of that time? Here's the top four things that people are doing that the, the people that you are paying people to do every day uh, that is not increasing your uh, bottom line revenue. Number one, they're checking their email. Mm -hmm. Number two, they're surfing social media. Number three, they're gossiping with each other. Mm -hmm. And number four, they're looking for other jobs. <laughs> yep. That, and the studies show when someone reports having a close friend at work, they are far more likely to not be looking for another job. They're far more likely to be to um, recommend your organization as a great place to work. So it makes recruiting easier. And it shows when 60 percent of your employees say they have a close friend at work, your bottom line is 12 percent higher. So oh. that's, like these studies. So and how, what's the easiest way to find friends to create friendships in the workplace? Play right. a little bit. Have some fun. Get to know each other as people. Have some laughs. Yeah, strong. It's Super very, powerful. Yeah, and and so and, and I love that we can back this up with some data and science because otherwise, you know, we're just throwing out ideas like hey, you know whatever. Yeah. I never like to say anything unless I can go and bring a ton of research that says actually, you don't have to believe me. Just believe the data because that yeah. makes it a lot more believable, especially if you're saying something that's almost like in contrary to what me we may think is the truth. Yeah, it, you know, and I, I have the data and then I also have my real life experience as well. Like I, I had three employees between uh, end of mid 2020 and to mid 2021 had three employees leave. All three of them have since come back to our team because they left for they left for better career opportunities and what they thought would be a good career opportunity and more money. And we were we were hurting at the time with with the mandates, um, the pandemic shutdowns, but they came back 
not for more money. They came back for culture. They came back for their friendships in the workplace. And so think about how much easier that is. If you can retain good people or win people back, it's a lot more productive to spend like recruiting recruiting and training and onboarding that's time consuming and costly if you can win employees back because you have such a great culture and they've experienced something elsewhere and then what does that also show your current team it's like well those three left and now came back well i'm not even going to bother leaving like it sounds like jam's a pretty good place to work right so um it's powerful to have some fun with your workplace culture and so who is uh the the service that you offer tell us a little bit more about that and who's it a good fit for so we have adult rec sports leagues in about 15 different cities in Ontario, Manitoba, and Michigan. But then our our corporate leagues are all over the world, or sorry, our corporate uh, events are all over the world. So virtual events, great for companies that have um, people in different cities, different countries, because you can hop on a Zoom and we will run you through a, an hour lunch and laugh, you know, or a happy hour. Maybe it's a trivia, maybe it's a an escape room or um, a game show of some sort. And our hosts lead that laughter is guaranteed or your money back. And um, that's just a super fun way to have connection at a really affordable price point. It doesn't have to cost a lot. And you do it once a month, you get leaderboards going and there's all sorts of different games that we run teams through. And then we've since started doing culture consulting for the companies that are kind of like, well, our culture's kind of hurting and we don't really know, like, how do you get play happening? And what we say is play is a philosophy. Having fun at work is a philosophy. It's not a one and done. It's it's a figuring out, like having a, an organization like us, a team of playmakers to come in and be able to say, hey, look, we can, we can help guide you um, on where to get started and how to start to layer in based on the challenges you're facing. If, you, if you're having retention issues, you're having engagement or productivity issues, whatever your challenges are, we can sort of find ways to help improve um, improve that by integrating some playfulness and some fun. And so we're consulting around that. So our, our clients are sort of the uh, companies with anywhere from sort of 30 or 30 to 50 uh, people up to 500 people, um, even a thousand people, you know, we, we have a broad range of services to, to help people have, make their workplace culture just a little more fun and engaging for their team and help their bottom line. That's exciting. And, and can you tell us where we can go to learn more about that? Yeah, our website is jamgroup.com. And Josh, I've got a, um, a link for your listeners. Um, it's my website is christyherald.com. And if they put in christyherald.com slash the D-O zone 25, um, the do zone 25, um, there is a playbook. It's a 10 page PDF, 10 ways to integrate play into the workplace filled with ideas. And there's a 25% offer there if they'd like to try a jam event um, with their team, whether in-person event or a virtual event, you know, we do amazing races and scavenger hunts, all sorts of good stuff. We would be happy to, to provide that to your listeners. Most excellent. So uh, christyherald.com slash the do zone 25 uh, for some free downloadable guides and a 25% discount if you decided do a jam. And so highly recommended for that. And uh, Christy, any other words of wisdom here before we wrap up? All the words are in my book. It pays to play how play improves business culture. The appendix is filled with tactical ideas on the, the, it's, it, the, the chapters are all about, you know, how to the rationale behind how powerful play can be and why, but then there's loads of tactics there. So it's a super powerful read, easy read. I call it, it's like the beach read of business books. Um, it's a fun one. So <laughs> Awesome. That's where, where can we get that book? 
Amazon. It pays to play. Very good. Okay, we're going to wrap up from here. Thanks so much to our guest, Christy Harold, for joining us and sharing some wisdom about how she gets stuff done. If you want to read her book, It Pays to Play, you can find it on Amazon. And if you want a special offer that she is presenting to us, you can go to christyherald.com slash thedozone25 uh, for a free downloadable uh, guide and a discount for a future jam, jam session. If you listen to us on your morning commute or during your workout somewhere out in the field, be sure to snap a selfie tag me at JT literally and tell me what you do in the do zone. Also, if you're a seasoned veteran business owner, but you know what got you here, ain't going to get you there. We can help go to IamFactor1.com now and let's see how much impact we can make in less than six minutes. Know this, you are factor one for your own success. Now let's get to work. If you're a small business doing at least six figures and you're trying to level up, but you keep getting smacked down, pay attention. There are outside forces at play that you're almost certainly not aware of. No, I'm not talking about the president, the economy, the Federal Reserve, or inflation. I'm also not talking about your industry, your competition, or current market conditions. I'm talking about you. There are invisible forces that are keeping you from breaking through to the next barrier in your business. That's why you keep repeating the same cycle year after year. You think next time will be different, but what you don't realize is that you're running through a huge maze and your opponent has every turn memorized because your opponent built the maze. Until you get your hands on a map and come up with a plan of attack and execute it, you're just going to keep running circles over and over and you'll lose every time. You'll never find the exit without a plan. The good news is your opponent is predictable. Your opponent follows the rules. You can beat your opponent because you don't have to follow the rules. You see, you have free will. Your opponent is restricted to the rules of the game, but you can make your own rules. You just got to have a plan. And in order to get a plan, you first have to take responsibility for putting yourself in that maze without a map to begin with, because you are factor one for your own success. Your opponent is your comfort zone. If you're ready to stop running circles in the same circuit year after year and finally break free from the maze, join factor one. We are a unique development program for six-figure entrepreneurs. We'll airdrop into your exact location of the maze with a paper and pen, and we'll help you draw a clean map to the exit using our bird's eye view. We'll also arm you with the tools you need to defend yourself properly, and we'll walk with you shoulder to shoulder to make sure you get out safely this time. We don't leave anybody behind that doesn't want to be left there. Join us. Go to IamFactor1.com right now, and let's talk about getting you out of that maze once and for all.